Hey there, this is Jason Hensley with the Magnify Him Together podcast. I hope that you have had a good week, and this week we are going to be discussing reading the Bible in its context. In discussing this topic, I think it's really important for us to just take a step back and think about thinking. Now, I know that that probably sounds a little bit funny because we don't normally think about thinking. Oftentimes we just think. But this is one of those cases where we need to stop and ask ourselves, how do we think and why do we think the way we think? I mean, let me just give you an example of what I mean. When we read the Bible, why do we understand it the way we do? I think we often understand it in the particular method that we understand it in because that's often the way that we've been taught to read it. We've been taught to approach it in a particular way. Our experiences have reinforced that particular way. And so when we open up the Bible and we read what it says, we filter its words through our own experiences, through our own understanding of what it means. And, and that's just how communication works. And yet this is why when we're communicating with somebody else, a lot of times we have to ask clarifying questions. We have to say, oh, did, did you mean this? Or uh, what, what did you mean when you said that topic? Because when I heard you say this, it sounded like that to me. Is that what you mean? And then they can say, oh, no, 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 this is, I meant this. Well, it's interesting with the Bible that it's the same kind of circumstances. It's communication, but we can't really ask what God meant. Certainly, we can do it in prayer, and we trust that he will open it up to us, but we're not necessarily going to get that same confirmation as we would in a face-to-face -face conversation. We couldn't say, is this what you meant? And then, oh, no, that's not Right? We, we believe that he will eventually lead us to it, lead us to what he means. But what that means is that we should really utilize all of the possible tools we can when coming to Scripture. So here's what I mean. Let's, let's bring all of this together, because this has been rather theoretical. I recognize that. When we approach the Bible, I think a lot of times we read it as though it's about us. And in a lot of cases, that works well. So, for example, let's just take Psalm 63. So Psalm 63 says, in verse 1, O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. As in a dry and weary land where there is no water. And so I think a lot of times we take this verse and we think, Wow, yes, that's right. We need to thirst for God. As though... We're in a dry land like we're thirsting for water. Like that's how much we should want to know God. And that's great. I agree. The problem is, is that we've skipped a few steps here. We've just gone straight from reading what the text says to now saying it applies to us. And yet I think there's a couple of things that we need to do first before we can really understand what the text means. So, for example, with this verse 1, we should ask ourselves, well, first of all, who wrote this? And why did they write it? What did, what did they mean when they wrote? 
Because until we know that, well, we might just be imposing our own ideas on what the text says. So in this case, this was written by David, the title tells us, and it was written when he was in the wilderness of Judah. Now, when we think about thirsting for God in a dry and weary land, we might not have been thinking literally. We, we might have been thinking that this is just when circumstances are hard, we really want God. You know, that might be how we understood this passage. And yet, when we go back and we think about when was it written, how was it written, and why did David write it, now when we think about David's wilderness wanderings and how his life was in jeopardy, we can start to understand that thirst. It becomes a little more powerful. It's not just somebody who's in a desert who's thirsty, but this is like a life or death kind of situation is what David is saying. He says, I'm thirsting for you because my life depends on it. So when we read in context, we can begin to understand a little more of what the passage is saying. We want to ask ourselves, what did the author of the passage mean when they wrote it? And once we know that, then we can start to build out this idea that it means more. That's when we can ask ourselves, what are the principles? And how do those principles apply to us? Now, I think that this is a really important way of approaching Scripture because otherwise we can just start to get off in weird directions. You know, we can start to read the Bible as though everything we read immediately applies to us. But we have to ask ourselves, what, what did the authors mean? And then, with that interpretation, build on that. Here's an example again. I think this is what the Lord Jesus did. In Matthew chapter 22, when he's talking to a group of Pharisees, the Lord Jesus quotes Psalm 110. And here's how he does it. It's Matthew 22, verse 42. Matthew 22, 42, and he's about to quote Psalm 110. Matthew 22, 42 says, What do you think about Christ? Whose son is he? They said to him, The son of David. He said to him, how is it then that David in the spirit calls him Lord, saying, quote, The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If David then calls him Lord, how is he his son? So do you see what Christ is doing here? He's showing them that the passage originally meant more to David at that time, that David recognized in writing this that the Messiah was more than just the son of David. So Christ actually says, well, let's look at what David thought. Let's go back to one of the Psalms that David wrote and take a look at how he understood the Messiah. And so Christ, in looking at that Psalm, expounds David's words. He doesn't immediately say, how does this apply to now? But instead he said, let's look at what David understood. And once we know that, now, how does that apply to this situation? How is he his son? And how does that impact you today? That's what the Lord was saying. And so when we approach scripture, that's what we want to do. We want to go back and look and say, what did the author mean? And now that we know that, well, let's try and understand the principle and then how that applies to us. We always want to have those steps. What did the author mean? 
then what's the principle, then how does that apply? So I hope then that as you do your readings this week and as you approach scripture, that you'll start asking that question of, what did this mean to the person who wrote it? And from there, now, what's the principle and what does it mean to me? Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time on the Magnify Him Together podcast.